A wannabe radio star with an hour to kill? He's got pop culture, politics, and the Florida man. He'll cover it all. It's the Slick Show. Wow. I wish we were a show that made stupid, crusty virgins feel smart. Dirty thoughts, stupid songs, and a head so shiny he doubles as a disco ball in his free time. You think I wouldn't rather be living nude in the forest like some ancient pagan? It's your host, Slick. Oh, that's right. It's me. The titular Slick. Tat. Tits. I don't have my lights on tonight, but I just don't care to set them. Like, it's, it's the aesthetics of things. Hey, if you're listening here on Twitch, you got to go check out this band. I found them. I searched the Associated Press to find uh, some unsigned bands, and this is one I found. It's called House Fight. Uh, the song was for uh, called Stilt. I liked it. Uh, it was the first one on their list. I was like, I will give the first one a go a chance. So I, I'm very punk rocky. Love that. And uh, for those of you out there who are listening in podcast land, if you have a band, know a friend, anybody that's got some music that they want to have played, hey, comment, leave a uh, subscription, do something, email me, all the info- information's out there, I'll, I will play it, if it's good, even if it's not good, I don't care. But that one was actually good, I like uh, Monday song too. But this is The Slick Show. I am the titular Slick. I am without my hat today. Uh, It's actually out in my truck, and my spare hat is not behind me. So we're doing this out this. Uh, It is my 30 minutes uh, three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And I'm going to have – we will not have a Friday show this Friday because I have a little work thing. Uh, I'm going to a concert to go take photos for one of our stations. I love doing this stuff. I love working for radio. I have an absolute drive and passion. I really, truly care about what we do. And it's gotten me to where I get to go to concerts for free. I don't have to pay. I just show up, and they give me my camera, and they go, here, go take pictures. And I'm like, yay, me. So... But we do have a fun uh, fun uh, few stories for you tonight. Uh, if you looked in the title, you probably saw what it was uh, labeled. It's uh, Batista's Giving Ink and Psychics Get It Wrong. And I have stories about psychics. There's, there's a certain psychic that I just absolutely can't stand. And she drives me insane because people in with money seem to get pretty far in radio. And it's not because they're good. It's just because they just have money they have sold people on their snake oil for so long that they absolutely just get away with it and that's fine so you get issues with that sorry about that flash that's my phone setting whenever it's on silent it flashes that way i can see it if i'm in a studio somewhere but we also have um something that's kind of wasn't in the title um because it just didn't really fit I try to keep them so short and catchy for the most part. Like a couple of weeks, like one of my uh, podcast episodes got a lot of traction and a lot of comments from bots because it was titled "Boobs, Teenagers and Boobs." It was about the story about the guy, the kid that was uh, had a rifle on top of his house and the naked lady drove in front of him. I was like, "This is how we need hostage negotiators." Somebody out there with boobs, but hey, if you come in, drop a comment in the chat. We had a guy come in at the last like three minutes of the show. I uh, didn't say anything. He was just viewing it. I appreciate that guy. So drop a comment, leave it wherever you at. But um, I want to get into this first story, and I got I didn't have this stuff pre set up, so it's got to give it a second. But um, this is from Creative Loafing over in Tampa. Um, let me pull my my window up. There we go. 
Oh, uh, creative loafing in Tampa. So if, for those of you who are listening outside the Tampa area, creative loafing is a little news outlet area. I, it's hard to really call them. News. They do news. I, I give them that. So I will call them news. Um, and, but they do, they hold like a big contest all year round and it's got, uh, you can vote on like the best in the Bay and stuff. That's what creative loafing, if you ask me, is really known for, but they kind of like cover a little bit of it all. And they're really good about like having local stories. And Batista is opening his own tattoo shop in Tampa. For those of you who don't know, wrestling is big in Florida, but in the two, two major cities that it's huge in is Fort Myers and Tampa. And wrestlers just congregate here. And same with rock stars. Like, there's a lot of famous rock stars that live in Tampa and Fort Myers. Um, the bass guitarist lives off McGregor Boulevard in, for ACDC. He lives off McGregor Boulevard. So, uh, I I saw this. I got to meet Batista once, and it was awesome. So, working for the Bubba Show, I got to meet a lot of random people. It was pretty wild. I enjoyed it. Oh, uh, and Chris Jericho, the wrestler, used to do his podcast from the Bubba studio. They were good friends. Bubba was always good friends with wrestlers. Everybody knows Hogan and things like that. But there was other wrestlers that were a part of Bubba's kind of like ensemble of friends. And Chris Jericho is one. He used to do his podcast there at the Bubba studio until he built his own studio and started doing it there. And shout out to Chris Jericho. I loved him. He was probably one of the nicest celebrities you'll ever meet. He was came in. He was very cordial. He signed a uh, uh a piece of paper for a friend of mine who was a big Chris Jericho fan and no complaints about it was more than happy to do it. He loved us and took care of us. But around the time of the first guardians movie, uh, he brought in Dave Batista who they were really, they're good friends. And they, he was like, I want to have you on my podcast. Do you think? So I was sitting in there. I was, I was screening calls for the, uh, the, one of the shows at the time in the background but then Jericho came out, and he's like, hey, would you guys like to meet Batista? And I was like, yeah, the Drax the Destroyer? Of course. So he came out, and absolutely, like, you want to talk about a no- Like, wrestlers, I feel like, once you kind of get out of that mindset of them being, like, full, like, yeah, they're a celebrity, and you're going to get those people that just run and, oh, my God, it's the wrestler, it's a celebrity, it's the Kardashian or whatever. The wrestlers are probably some of the most low-key, chillax. They're like rock stars. Rock stars, and they were, I was talking to somebody else at the studio. I was like, some of the, the more like chillax people that you'll ever meet in your life are rock stars. Uh, just in music industry, I, I said rock stars and country stars. Um, and, and rappers, actually. I've met a few rappers. Not country stars, actually. Country stars is theirs. They said they met a few country stars that was theirs. Um, rappers. I've met a couple rappers absolutely just low-key chill dudes everybody thinks that it's that you they have that entourage and they're out at the clubs a couple of guys that i met and then a couple security guards and like private security guys were like nah man they just like hang out in the room they call they talk to their family calling their kids every day playing xbox stuff like that with their friends like low-key kill relax i met saliva and i feel like this is gonna this is gonna be like one of those episodes where it's like i'm name dropping people but it's these are my experiences these are the times i've met these people they're awesome but saliva uh they were like chilling out in the green room at the bubba show and it was great man they were telling me the story about how they got almost kicked out of korea and stuff and not even the good korea like or not even the bad korea like the good korea like south korea and it, it was fun so i love these um 
I love I love meeting these people, but Batista was definitely one of them. Man, he came out, was talked to us about a few things, uh, about wrestling, about the movie, and then when the dude shook my hand, because uh, that's a big thing for me. Getting to shake this guy's hand was like probably like one of the coolest moments of of my career career at Bubba, and the dude's hand was massive. Like if I was to like put a measure to my face it would like cover my entire face. And what was even funnier, and I don't know if he's still with the girl, but he had this like really teeny tiny girlfriend. So Drax, this huge guy, and he's like a massive dude, absolutely huge, tall, kind of like stocky, like just like what you see him in the ring and stuff. It was him in real life. Like I said, nice guy, but itty bitty teeny tiny girlfriend. It was the fun, like that, that was the funniest thing to me about him, but he was just the nicest guy shook my hand and then we, i think we i may have mentioned it in an episode ago or I, I it was big news here in the area but he pretty much put a bounty out on people because they of the dog and you can actually go to his his instagram let me see if i can um i, I had it pulled up but my my facebook page is giving me kind of a mess yeah we're gonna continue to slick btls sorry I did kind of have um, have his stuff pulled up because I was I wanted to mark out to him. He's a big I'm, I'm a big mark. Like he's such a nice guy. Um, he's got a lot of videos though. I don't want the video. I just really want the photo of the dog. Um, there we go. That's what I want right here. All right. So this is the dog. So uh, and here's here's the post. Attention, Tampa Bay. I will personally hand five thousand dollars cash to the person who gives me information leading to the arrest and conviction of the sick piece of shit responsible for this. In addition to the Humane Society, Tampa Bay is also offering fifteen hundred dollars. You know anything? Please contact. Um, this dog had a chain like ingrown into this dog's neck. This dog is now a part of Batista's family. Like he he's come out and said that like that's the story. But I remember we had the original story all over at the stations I worked for. And he essentially put a bounty out on people. Like, that's how hardcore he was about finding this, the people that did this. So he uh, he, he was a big animal rights guy. He's, he's just generally a nice guy. When you think of Batista, this is... I, I want you to always think of this guy. But Creative Loafing has this story that apparently he's, like, starting his, his own... Uh, a, he's called. A, what's really weird is he's starting his uh, tattoo studio, and it's called DC Society Inc. Like I don't get the DC part. It doesn't. He probably says in the video, and I think we're actually gonna watch it. Like I think it's it's really worth watching. Um, but the DC star announced that the new shop will be called DC Society Inc., which is a play on his personal mantra, Dream Chaser. Okay, there it is. Don't even need to watch the video. It's right there. Uh, let me pull this back up. Uh, it's right here. Uh, it's Dream Chaser, and the fact that he's from the Washington D.C. area, I knew that. It was it was one of my fun favorite little fun facts about him when he was in when I played the wrestling games back in two thousand like ten nine two thousand. He was one of my favorite wrestlers in two thousand nine. I really enjoyed him, and I remember him being from the D.C. area. I believe he's Cuban American too. He's a real nice guy. Uh, this is the place for two or three months will be my very own tattoo shop. And it said Batista, who added that he's actually partnered with tattoo honest John Carell. We're turning this dream into a reality. It's going to be an, an experience. Now, I wonder if that means that he's actually going to be doing art himself. I don't know if he's like he's got a lot of ink like right here. And this, this is like tiny photo. You see this. But if you actually see him without his stuff, 
right here, kind of like on his Instagram. You can see where I, I started watching the uh, video. He's like inked out. Oh, no kidding. Well, welcome to the chat, Nuclear Bob. So your mom works for the company for building his pool. I like if your mom's met met him, she could probably attest like how nice the guy really is. He's absolutely just a, an amazing down to earth dude. Um, and you missed that earlier in the chat. Um, he, I was telling about my story about how I missed him. So you have to go check the replay out on YouTube or on podcasts. We're on Spotify, things like that. Uh, Apple, the link's always going to be in the most of the descriptions. Um, an exact location was not unveiled. However, Batista says it's very close to the University of Tampa. So he's actually going to be in the Temple Terrace area um, with it. I, I'm excited. I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna go and get some ink done by his studio. Like I know it's probably gonna be packed and cost me a lot of money, but I'm excited about that. Like, I like seeing art. Like wrestlers. He's an actor. He's a he's a celebrity, and I think he kind of downplays it. If you've listened to a lot of his other stuff, he really uh, downplays what he does as an actor as everything. He just kind of lives his life as the way he was. I think he's he's definitely not done with wrestling. Like I think he offers a lot to that whole scene, but he I think he still even goes to acting classes and things like that. Like he's very big into his stuff, and I we'll take a look at his Instagram. I I really just want to mark out to this guy. I absolutely love everything about the the Drax the Destroyer stuff. I, I definitely want to go see him in the new Dune movie, and. Just like to go out and get a, get another handshake from this dude would be exactly. I wonder if he's a Harley dude. Like, I've never seen him actually ride motorcycles, but I would believe that. Like, he's got the jacket right there in this photo, the Harley motorcycles. And if he does, dude, it just makes the guy even more badass. Like, we uh, we would definitely disagree politically, but I, I don't care, man. He's, he's an absolutely nice dude. So, we're going to get into that one here in a bit. Oh... No, I don't think that's a popular opinion. Um, uh, Nuclear Bob, for those of you who are listening to this in podcast world, says it may be an unpopular opinion, but Cena and Batista have both become great actors. No, actually, um, I love John Cena in the new uh, Suicide Squad. James Gunn did an amazing job with that, and I think he picked like a bang-up cast of characters. Idris Elba stole the show, honestly. Uh, I thought he was he was really good. He was very impactful. You really felt the emotion, and like beside, behind a a great comedy of a movie, Peacemaker did it. Yeah, no, Peacemaker was was great. He was hilarious, especially with like the scene where they're going through the camp and killing the defectors. Uh, excited! I didn't know there was a show. I I, I would like to find out more about this show. So you have to send me a link to that. But he um. He absolutely, like, John Cena was great in that. He's become a great, he's an action actor, and he plays the com- the comedy role. And I don't think, I honestly don't think he'd be as much of a comedian without him being a wrestler, because the, you know, the you can't see me thing, it really plays in on him as a comedian. He He's just brilliant. John Cena is absolutely brilliant. But, oh, it's, the, these guys... Like W, like people don't hand it to the WWE as much as they used to, and I think a lot of it's been lost with the fact that they, you know, the internet's kind of ruined the WWE, according to a lot of people, especially the old school cats who have been around and can remember something about this. But these guys, 
are have always been actors, and it's always been a story. But the internet, they say, has ruined it because they you, you can now find out about the soap opera because it was a soap opera. It was like a the redneck soap opera that people wanted to watch. No redneck was tuning into Days of Our Lives. We were blue collar guys. We had jobs and sh- stuff like that. But now you're seeing that WWE was on at the late nights. These guys were coming out, and you were watching a dude put a choke slam in there, and it was it's. I think South Park claimed it best. Wrestling was just one giant soap opera with a bunch of plot twists and turns. So, but uh, there's there's so much to it. They're 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 br- absolutely brilliant brilliant actors. Uh, Nuclear Bob again. WWE can be uh, super corporate. AEW. Uh, there's a lot of old WWE talents transferred to make uh, wrestling <laughs> make great wrestling again. I I can see that. I'm I'm not a bit as big of a wrestling fan as I was back in the day, but I think like Booker T and Sting, like some of my original favorite wrestlers are there on the AEW right now. Um, that's uh, the corporate corporatization of things has ruined stuff. And I do definitely want to get to this other story, but I think that's a big thing too. Uh, a big radio guy, I absolutely love radio, and despite the corporatization of it, I still want to be—I I still want to keep radio what it is. I absolutely love the idea of I get to go in and I get to be somebody, somebody gr- uh, awesome today, somebody that people are going to listen to. But corporate has ruined what radio used to be. You had guys that were tuning in every day to hear what shock jocks were saying, to what the, the, the midday guy was going to be playing, and it was going to be the newest song. It was great. But the corporate guy stepped in and was like, well, we got we can make money off this. And so they started making money off of it. And they were like, well, you know, this listener doesn't want to hear you talking about your penis anymore, so <laughs> gone. So the days of shock radio are gone. I was just having to talk with that, actually, about that tonight. Um, I was just left the wor- the place I work at. And one of the one of the guys was like, well, you know, there, there's an, that era of push of going beyond the line is gone. You can't do that anymore. You have to know where the line is and draw it. And that's the same way with wrestling. Wrestling had to know where the line is because it became not only corporate, but then there were, you know, it's how what are the viewers going to think? And honestly, the real viewers of the station, I. This is where it's going to get a little bit political and stuff like that, but a lot of people are seeing where you have – they're more worried about social media. And I talked about this, I think, on Monday or or last Monday's podcast where we were – where how you how we get views and clicks on stories and things like that as an insight of, like, why you should look – why when you're looking at radio stories, why it's why it's important to us. And it's the social media clicks. What drives social media? Because that's where markets are are hitting people. It's no longer what we sell on. It is a big part of what we sell on the radio and stuff like that, but it's not the same as we do on the website. The website traffic is more because uh, 20,000 views on a page is worth 600 bucks. And that may not seem like a lot, but that's... That's like a bonus check to somebody somewhere that they're like, all right, cool. I've just made like 300 bucks or so. So it's what you do. Like me sitting on these stories, like I have them over here on the side, um, is is a big thing. I want to get into this one uh, definitely because it was one of the headline stories. You see, I did see the Twitch leak today, but this channel is so small, no one gives a fuck. Absolutely. I did see that. I think I was gonna. I, I didn't want to talk about that, but let's let's pull that up. 
I love I love that people can get me sidetracked easily. Um, I think there was actually a big stream or two uh, that ended up somebody. Uh, so this is from VGC. Uh, an anonymous hacker claims to have leaked the entirety of Twitch, including its source code and user payout information. Uh, the user posted a 125 gigabyte, uh, gigabyte torrent link to 4chan this Wednesday, stating that the leak was intended to foster more disruption of competition of the online video streaming service because their community is a disgusting, toxic sex pool. Uh, XQC made $8 million since 2019. Yeah, I, I'd believe that. There's a lot of these dudes, like Asmongold, um, Preach. World, Warcraft streamers are, are, are what I know. I really don't know a whole lot. I know the ASMRs were freaking killing it for a little while. Um, but he's right. Like, Twitch has become a cesspool of stuff. I, a lot of people didn't care for the ASMR stuff. There was, like, female streamers that were, like, losing their shit. They're like, how are we supposed to compete with this? They're just licking microphones and getting, like, a million views. I was like, there's weirdos all over the internet. It's the internet. What did you expect? We're going to come out and hold hands and daisy chains and fun things like that? No! The internet is what ma is Mad Max in reality. Watch. Let me... We'll pull this up, because this was a Monday story. Hold on. We're going to go to good old Twitter. It's my favorite. Uh, we're going to sign in as Dave. Yeah, it's me. All righty. Getting all these internet... Uh, I'm getting more notifications on my phone than I ever get right now. Hold on. Um, let's go Ron DeSantis' wife. You really want to know what a cesspool of people are? Let's go. CNN. Oh, you know what? Actually, I want to do better. I'll see if I can find Fox. Because this this is what... Mm, there's got to be a Fox, Fox affiliate around here somewhere. Uh, uh, crap, man. Like, half of these people are just, like, didn't even have to, like... I don't even have to... Bless it. Uh, let's just do Tampa Bay Times. All right, nope. I don't want to see that. I want to see the comments. The Internet. The cesspool of of the world. Mad Max. This guy right here. Fair play. Uh, you get prayers to the family. Prayers out to the First Lady uh, for a speedy recovery. Uh, but, wow. Actually, decently surprised there, Tampa Bay 10. Abs decently surprised. Uh, this explains why I said a few days ago he wasn't going to run for president when he had previously seen... Nope. Uh, all right. Bad example cesspool go back and watch uh listen to the last week uh monday's episode i was like i think it was on cnn i i wanted to find the fox one because i know like fox eh, let's see fox 13 these guys no oh, come on they may have started like deleting so because some of these oh uh, like right here uh somebody i heard ivermectin can fix that like some people uh it's uh no worse than the common cold like people look the internet is a is Mad Max for real, all right. Somewhere out there right now, driving the Google train is some dude in a full mask with a midget tied to the front, and just hoping that you don't hit something nasty on the road. Because if you do, you're gonna have to get a new one. That's what it is. But uh, the story is the story is essentially like wild. Uh, 
so the the leaked data reportedly includes the entire the source code which for those people who aren't like tech people source code is essentially how the site runs like what what makes it do what it does uh creator payouts from 2019 uh desktop clients propriety sdks uh every other property that twitch owns including idgb and curseforge which you're not losing much there curseforge sucks uh, un, uh, unreleased stream, uh, Steam competitor code name Vapor and Amazon Game Studios, Twitch internal red streaming tools, and more. Um, to you got to turn I, I, right now that website's just like trying to like promote their two factor authentication too. They're like, you know, you should turn on your two factor Twitch authentication. I was like, nobody. Uh, Elon is the punk rock Mad Max guy. I don't think so. I think it's Mark Zuckerberg. I think of anybody, uh, Bezos is the guy holding the water. That I can see. Jeff Bezos, uh, Nuclear Bob's got it right. Jeff Bezos is the uh, is the is the guy holding the water. But if there's anybody that's the Mad Max guy, it's Mark Zuckerberg. He has control of everything. Like nobody realizes this. Uh, I think Tim Pool made a pretty brilliant deduction today when he was talking about the. Um, he was like. This lady is saying everything that Facebook has has wanted for like the last month or for the last year. You don't think this is odd? And I was like, that's true. And I started doing a little bit of searching into it. I was like, I'm not going to fall down this rabbit hole. And I started looking and I was like, well, I'll be damned. So uh, it's like when it comes to the Internet, quit expecting anything less. The, you you female streamers, I feel you. I understand. I'm a white dude. I've automatically lost this race out there because white, bald dude, beard. I am the cut and dry guy of everything Twitch would hate. But fuck it, I don't care. Oh, I only got a few minutes left. I do want to. Uh, I I do want to talk about this story. Man sues psychic who allegedly promised to remove curse. Oh. That guy was an idiot from the start. And the reason I say this is because you don't go to a psychic, you go to a cleric. All right? Those are the guys who remove curses. Yeah, that's right. Rocking my, yes, they're natural, natural 20 shirt. My girlfriend got this for me. I love wearing this shirt. I'm a big D&D nerd. I host a D&D podcast with one of my my best friends. He's a cancer survivor. Best of wishes to you, Bulk the Orc. Marking out to you. Uh... If you really want to know about that, leave a comment somewhere on the YouTube page. Drop a comment on there. Email me. I'll, I'll get you all this stuff. I love uh, the show that we do together. We talk about the philosophy of that. But anyway, a man in, uh, the, and you'll never guess where this is from, because this just seems like a, this kind of stuff, and it's not from Florida. I was very surprised. When I saw this, I was like, oh, I know who that psychic is. No, nope. this crap's from California. So you're already getting hippie garbage as it is. But a man is suing a Palo Verde estate psychic for fraud, alleging the businesswoman, uh, she's not, you're not a businesswoman. Psychics aren't businesswomen. They're psychics, all right? Let's do them that respect. If we're going to respect people's pronouns, she's not a businesswoman. She's a psychic. Uh, he says that he could help, uh, falsely promised that she he could help his marriage. Uh, he paid 51 to have a have her remove a curse put in place by the plaintiff's ex-girlfriend. Like, I want to know what this curse is. Like, it doesn't really get into there. 
or the article I had before this. And Moro Restrepo's Torrance, a Superior Court lawsuit names a defendant Psycha Sophia Adams and her business Psychic Love, specialist by Sophia. The Psychic's husband, George R. Adams, her daughter Tiffany Winston, also known as Tiffany Johnson and Tiffany Adams, and the clairvoyance Christ, Christ, or Polly Katronovis. Other allegations in the suit file that negligence, yeah, it, it's bullshit. Apparently, this chick's a life coach. Like, I don't know who out there goes to a psychic for life life coach advice. Like, I, I've heard life coaches, and if you're getting life coach from somebody who's pulling out your tarot cards, you're probably not doing this right. Like, I'm not one of those guys that uh, I'd love to try. I love that to be on. A, I'd love to be on that jury, dude. I would too. Somebody would be like, Your Honor, in the defense of the defendant, Sophia Adams had to look up her name. Somebody. I wonder, wonder what this chick looks like, too. We're going to Google that. But in the defense of Sophia Adams, she really doesn't know what the hell she's doing. She's a goddamn psychic. Are we really coming to this? He's an idiot for believing this bullshit in the first place. I want to see if there's, like, an image. Is this her? I don't think so. There's no way that's her. So I'll show you what I'm looking at real quick. I don't think this is her. Um, I mean, she, like, whatever her that Twitter was down there had pronouns in it. Uh, I know I spelled psychic wrong. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, she's only got tarot cards in her stupid profile. Uh, let's go to images. I like. I don't know. Ah, fuck it. Side, sidebar with the judge and try to reason it out. Hey, look, I see that nuclear Bob's got it right. He's like, he's the lawyers are sitting there. Hey, look, man, we'll give you a free reading if you just let it go. All right. Well, how about a Himalayan salt lamp? We've got like 30 of those. It's not even Himalayan salt. It's Steve out there with a water hose and some glue. We'll give you that. Just don't 5,000. Like originally the lawsuit claimed for like 25 fucking grand. And now he's like walking away for like five grand. Like was in D and D that's like, like, Platinum pieces, the cursor removal at a cleric's like five gold. You ca- you could have given me like a hundred bucks, and I'd have rubbed a dead chicken all over your body and said, "All right, curse removed." Like, how does he know? How does he know that the curse isn't removed? I want to know that. That's the real question. That's the lawyer's. De- that's the defendant's. The defendant's argument right there. Well, your honor, how does he know the curse isn't removed? He's still impotent. He was impotent beforehand. How do we know that was the curse? Have we brought in the ex-girlfriend? We have. It was really that small to begin with. You know what? $25,000 seems reasonable. Got to get those penis implants. But you never know. Oh, man. Anyway. I uh, I know that the... Uh, going a little bit late today, but it's it's about time. It's almost time. But... I I I don't I don't truly I don't I don't I don't know where this country's coming where I can sue for having a bad curse removed. I can't even get this boil removed. I don't even know what that's about. 
it's kind of weird and stubby and hangs between my legs. The doc says it's part of me. I don't know what the hell he's talking about, but, you know. Alrighty, that's the music. So that means we are out. I appreciate Nuclear Bob hanging out in the chat with me tonight. Remember, you can check me out here. Twitch, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Not this Friday. I'm going to be out at a concert doing work stuff. Uh, but you can catch the replays on YouTube. I may have an audio file for Friday. Just listen in. Uh, appreciate everybody hanging out tonight. Remember, keep on rocking. You've been listening to the Radio Slick Show. Catch us live every Friday, 9 to 10, over on twitch.tv forward slash radio slick where we take your comments live or catch the replays over on YouTube at The Radio Slick Show. If you're listening to this on podcast, make sure you like, subscribe, share with your friends, make sure everybody around knows that you've been listening to The Radio Slick Show. And as always, keep on rocking.